How we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. Here we are once again, my friend. Welcome to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. I am your host, Dr. Rob. And as always, believe it or not, I'm excited, happy, enthusiastic, filled with joy, filled with glee, just really happy to be with thee. Thank you once again so much for walking with me, riding with me, and listening to me at Station B.O.B. Of course, I have another special podcast for you today. And after you listen to my podcast, please tell a friend, tell a foe, heck, tell everybody you know to download Station B.O.B., where we provide content to make good people better, sad people glad, and sometimes we make people mad. But with that said, what we always try to do is to make you better, is to enlighten you, is to change you, to open you up, and just help you understand that there's so much to life. There's so much to life. And things are not always as bad as they seem. And so Dr. Rob is here to help you along the way to figure some things out. So today we're going to talk about a, a topic. It might be somewhat unusual, but I, I talked about this topic a lot. Well, not a lot, but I, I mentioned it a few times in my most recent podcast, Can a, Can a Woman Raise a Man? And that that topic was well not it wasn't a topic of that podcast but it was mentioned a lot the idea of social constructs i've mentioned that quite often in that topic so i wanted to come back to you today and i i thought it was worth doing a podcast on the topic of social constructs because it is something it has something to do sort of with the moreness of life that we that we don't think about and it's something it's it's good to be aware of these these concepts like social constructs so with that said let's talk about social constructs 
So what is a social construct? I'm just going to try to break it down for you, give you the most simplest definition that I could provide. So a social construct is is something that exists not in objective reality. Like, in other words, a social construct, if you don't abide by a social construct, it's not against the law. You know, God is not coming after you. It's a, it's, it actually is it's the reality that man has created for societies and civilization overall. Okay, so let me just say that again. A social construct is something that exists not in objective reality. In other words, social constructs are not reality, although we live them as if they are. And I will explain that a little later, break that down a little further. But as a result of human interaction, social constructs exist because humans, we agree, you know, that we agree to these social constructs because in many ways they 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 help to organize society civilizations and keep things moving so let me give you some quick examples of social constructs from a behavioral expectations so these these are behavioral behavioral constructs men hold doors for women it seems like you know those are good manners so we we hold the doors for women we pull out their chairs when we're really trying to lay it on thick when you know during the first dates in our relationships we we pull out the chairs at, at the restaurant if you burp you say excuse me that's a social construct if you fought you do not walk across the room because that fart, the smell of that fart will follow you across the room. It will travel with you. <laughs> That's just a joke. But on the real side, if, if you pass gas, usually people say, excuse me. If I sneeze, you say, God bless you. Or God bless me. Or gesundheit. Those are what are considered behavioral social constructs. Some traditional social constructs are the holidays. The way we celebrate Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. All of those things are social constructs. The whole idea of ladies first. No, you go ahead. Ladies first. Saying please, thank you. See, we thought those were manners, and they are. You know, it's good to have good manners. But they are also considered social constructs. I mean, if we didn't say thank you, I guess people would not feel appreciated. So it was a good idea. That was a good idea. Uh, you know, another one is men are stronger than women. 
on the surface, that might be correct. But I have to tell you this. I've seen some, some women that weight lift or lift weights. And I have to tell you straight up, <laughs> those women are more than likely stronger than Dr. Rob. A woman can't raise a man. That was my last. That was the topic of my last podcast. Yet that too is another social construct. Men should lead the family. Another social construct. Well, for me, I'm married. I see my family, my wife. I see us as a team. You know, if when I first met my wife, I told her that you know, and just in talking with her, that if we're trying to figure something out and her idea, she has a better idea of how we can resolve that issue or get to where we're trying to go, then I'm going with the best idea. We're not just going to use my idea because I'm the man. (laughs) Forget that. I'm going with the best idea. That's how I'm rolling. So I have found, you know, just as a quick sidebar, that part of me has been kind of a anti-social construct. Like, in other words, I don't always go along with the flow, if you will. I mean, you don't always have to agree, you know, with these things. And that's the, that's the real reality of social constructs is that they are set up they are, they come in the form of customs, cultures, traditions, manners, practices. But it's, you know, I'm not trying to start a revolution or anything. But what I'm saying is it's, it, it's good to be aware of these type of things and what they are and what they mean. And so if you just so happen to miss a Thanksgiving dinner, you need to know that it's just a social construct and it's not the end of the world. And what I find amazing though, is that the social constructs, which are designed around, you know, November, you have Thanksgiving, December, you have Christmas and January 1st. We have the, we have new years, the new year's day celebrations, and all of these social constructs are centered around family. And what really is crazy, they are so embedded in our society, and because some of us may have lost loved ones through the years, when the holidays come, when these social constructs come around in November, December, and January, then it turns out for many of us in society in society that these are some of the toughest, saddest, and most difficult times of the year because we have grown so accustomed to celebrating these social constructs with our family, with our friends, and then by way of attrition, family members pass away or family split up, people get incarcerated, and so now the the social construct doesn't look the same as it once did. And so then, in many cases, emotionally, we are adversely impacted by these social constructs. So I think it's important to just understand some things about life. We can just keep it simple. 
to know, yes, the holidays are important. I love the holidays. Yes, I do. But just know that this is something that is not the law. It's not the way of the world. By tradition, it is, and by custom. But if by chance your social construct of Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's, or whichever other holiday, birthday you celebrate, if it does not seem the same as it once was, just understand, keep things in perspective, that it is merely a social construct. Now, with that said, I'm, I'm, I'm about to go a little deeper, and this might, this might be what I call ocean deep. And I'm going to talk about the theory of social construction. I'll just briefly talk about the theory of social construction because this this whole idea of a social construct, it, it can get deep. And this is just merely a podcast to to explore this topic, to talk about this topic, to enlighten you about this topic. But I like to go deep. But this this can you know this could run this could run for a long time if I really ventured into the the whole idea, the whole concept, the history of social constructs. So when I say that I want to talk about the theory of social construction that simply asserts, you know that all meaning in the life we live, all the you know the things that matter, birthdays, holidays, traditions, our cultures, our customs, all of those things are socially constructed. Now, what does that mean? In a nutshell, in all of the things that we do with our manners, our customs, our cultures, our traditions, our behaviors, we are not bound by law to do any of these things because they are all socially constructed. And they were pretty much socially or, or constructed, I'll say, by those who rule. And what, what do I mean by that? What? So let's just say this. It's important here to remember the number one rule is those who have the goal rule. That's rule number one. Rule number two is do not forget rule number one. Okay? So the reality is for us that humans create social constructs in order to make sense of the objective world that we live in. So it's important to understand that social constructs are the reality that man has created for man. Ha! How about that? I mean, think about that. I mean, we could have just, we could just wake up every day and wander through society and I guess not saying hello, not saying good morning, not saying thank you, not holding doors for one another. Would that be a ball of confusion? Would that be a mess? 
you know, I wonder. It seems like it would be because it just sounds so disorganized. And when I think about it, it does make you feel good when somebody says, thank you. Please, yes, I'll have another biscuit. Yes, thank you so much. Oh, that food was so delicious. Would you rather live like that in, in these socially constructed frameworks that we exist? Or do you think we should just be allowed to just exist? Don't stand in line. Run through the door. Don't hold the door for women. Don't hold the door for the heck it. Never mind holding the door for a woman. What about holding the door for whoever's coming behind you? Is that a good idea? I mean, like, how would that have been without these social constructs? No organization, no acknowledgement, no recognition of your birthday. So I'm talking about social constructs, not as if they are a bad thing, but just to let you know that they are a thing, that social constructs are a thing. And from what we know and and how we are living, it's important to know how we have come to agree, to understand, to behave, to say thank you, God bless you, to stand up for the Pledge of Allegiance in, in elementary school. Do you remember that? Every morning you have to stand up and, and say the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Those are all social constructs. And so, what do you think about that? Let me know. I'm going to step aside and let a promo in, and we'll pick it up on the other side. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you. And back to the show. Okay, welcome back. Listen up. If anybody is interested in purchasing any one of my three books, online they retail for $19.99 a piece. That would be the choices we make, light up your life, and access denied. But if you are interested in acquiring a copy of one of my books, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. 
I have copies of my books in stock, and I'll be glad to sell you a copy. You can purchase a copy for $10. That's a sale, especially for you, those who listen to my podcast, because I'd love to get the word out by way of my books, because they consist of or include a lot of the things that I talk about at Station B.O.B. So back to the topic, social constructs. And so continuing on, I'd like to say that although some social constructs seem like they make sense, while on the other hand, there is actually no logic to social constructs in that if you do this and don't do that, you will not offset a social construct. Like, in other words, there's no logic to the idea that, I mean, there's, there are reasons why Thanksgiving is in November, you know, according to history, that has to do with the pilgrims and the time of harvesting vegetables and other plants and crops for food and that was you know the time during that time for harvest and and being thankful for what the indigenous people aka the indians um did in terms of helping the pilgrims survive before the pilgrims took their land and and the others you know the story so there's no logic behind that These are just social constructs that were designed by man to create the realities that we live in today. And as a matter of fact, my research shows that social constructions are actually illusions of reality that man has created for man. And as I said, I said this topic is is ocean deep. And I don't want to really go to the bottom of the ocean on it. I just really wanted to share and explore the whole idea of social constructs and what they mean and, and what they mean to us and how they affect us in our everyday living. So at this point, I'm going to come up for some air and keep it simple because all all things all of the things we think about in this life, you know, does not really bind us, you know, as it relates to social constructs. In other words, just because, listen to this one, just because your teacher is a teacher does not mean that he or she is smarter than you. That's a social construct to believe or to think that the teacher It's smarter than you. I mean, if you're a child, and I'm not talking elementary school. I'm talking, you know, on the higher levels of education, college, graduate school, things of that sort. Just because an authoritative figure is in a position of authority does not necessarily mean that they are smarter, better, bigger, stronger. It just merely means that they are in a position of authority because that is how they position themselves in their particular life. So just because you are, you are, 
you decide that you are not going to celebrate Thanksgiving this year does not mean that God is going to punish you. As a matter of fact, speaking of God, what do you think about this one? I mean, because I I think this one is really, really interesting. And yes, I'm going to go there and say this or ask this is the idea of God is, is, is God, the, the idea of God, is that a social construct? I want you to think about that. Now I'm not saying this to challenge or to offend anybody's religion or thoughts about God or anything. I'm just really talking about the idea or the question as to whether or not is God, the idea of God, is that a social construct? Because when you think about it, somebody has to tell you about God, who God is, what God does. Somebody at some point told all of us about God. Now, there are many people that do not believe in God, and then there are many, many, many more people that do. And whatever your beliefs are, I'm just speaking and asking that you keep an open mind on this just to think about that. Is the idea of God a social construct? Okay, I'm going to leave it right there with that one. Or what about the idea of God being a man? Now, man has created all of these social constructs. And there are no women involved in these type of shaping of philosophies and ideologies and so on and so forth. Because especially, you know, many of these social constructs have been in existence for ever, if you will, as as the United States was settled, you know, by way of the colonies, and then later by way of establishing the United States as individual states, and now we are either 50 or 51 states, whichever the number is. And so what about that? The idea of God being a man. Remember, as I said, social constructs are created by men. Heck, I sometimes I wonder about that because if a woman can give birth to a baby, now that now that's not a social construct. That's a reality. If a woman can give birth to a baby, then how could God be a man? That it's one of those things that make you say, hmm. Now, of course, this is not a show or podcast about religion. This is a podcast about, you know, expanding your horizon and in, in your thinking. Remember, on one of my podcasts, I talked about the ineffable. It's, it's, a, it's a topic I learned in a theology course when I was a student at Fordham University. And in that class... The professor, I'll never forget him. He was like just a mysterious, amazing type of man. 
and Dr. Hundersmark was his name, and he introduced the class to the idea of the ineffable, which he said is the moreness to life than we know. Like there, there is more to this life than we know. It's not just about waking up every day, turning on the TV, watching CNN, watching football, and men are men and women are women. No, there is much more to this life than we know. So, I'm just saying, the idea of God being a man, uh, that one has always intrigued me. Okay? So, the idea of understanding this life we live through social constructs may provide you with a different or new perspective about the life you live. Much of what we do, how we behave, and so on, just think about that, has been socially constructed. And understanding and knowing that may help you free yourself from some of the societal pressures that you feel or may feel on a day-to-day basis. So I think to know that rules, customs, traditions, our cultures, and so on, are not laws, although in in many cultures, if you will, the way that, that they are, you know, if they're not abided by, by family members, by members of these cultures, you know, individuals you know, are frowned upon, cast cast out of the family, cast out of the community. But nonetheless, our cultures are also social constructs, and they are not the law. You will not be incarcerated if you blaze your own trails. You can you can possibly free yourself from yourself and find some now you can find some wiggle room so to speak within the purview of these social constructs because now that we've talked about it today you you should have a better understanding of the life we live the life you live and just before I wrap up on this topic I want to point out one other or one more social construct that, in my opinion, is the worst social construct of them all. But before I do that, I have to let a promo in and we'll pick up on the other side. Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. 
We provide management training and consulting services for all businesses in the areas of employee relations, unionized employees, progressive discipline, the annual review process, and emotional intelligence to develop effective leaders for your organization. And our relationship counseling services for individuals, couples, groups show you how to become relationship ready with improved self-esteem, resilience, and self-awareness. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at gmail.com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B.O.B. All right, welcome back. And we are continuing on with the idea of the what social constructs are. That's the topic of the podcast today. And how they affect our lives, what they mean to our lives. And just before the promo, I had mentioned that just before I wrap up the podcast today, I wanted to to point out one more social construct that I feel compelled to share with you because for many of us, especially back in the early days of the way of life in America, this social construct was not only a social construct, but there were laws built into the enforcement of this social construct. And so without further delay, let me just get to what I believe is the most dreadful social construct of them all. And that would be the social construct of racism. I want you to think about this, and I need you to hear me. The fact that people of color could be hated, discriminated, incarcerated, segregated, depreciated, isolated, unappreciated, and after 400-plus years, of oppression, suppression, still not extricated. Is this social construct has been the most inhumane treatment and or social construct known to mankind, which is simply based on the color of their skin. I mean, damn. I mean, you you think about that, that a social construct, the social construct of racism has guided the way of life in America for more than 400 years. And racism is a social construct that we must, we all must deconstruct this social construct to make the world a better place 
for all of God's children. To think about that. Because there is nothing about racism that is true. We are all God's children, and we come in different shapes, sizes, heights, and colors, just like clothes in the mall. You pick the one you like, you wear it, and you keep it moving. So pick the one you like, but don't not like the one that you don't like. Like in other words, just don't dislike people because of the color of their skin. Racism is a social construct that we must all deconstruct. And with that said, I want to thank you so much, my friend, for walking with me, letting me talk with you, riding with me. That's a wrap. And on that note, I want to say peace in the Middle East. And Putin, stop the pain in Ukraine. And most of, the, most of all, I'd like to say, as always, remember, love is an action, not a word, and it's not supposed to hurt. Until we meet again, be nice to somebody you don't know. I'll talk to you later. Peace. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.